Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Forever. Dog. Comic books, comic time. Writers and artists are on the line. They make a splash as a comic's read and take us on a trip behind the spread. Watch out for comic book commentary. Spinning a winning inside fix how they got a hot idea Narrative character visual tricks and onomatopoeia Uh-huh, it's comic book commentary Hello, uh, this is comic book commentary and I'm Carly Houston I'm Noah Hayes And we are here to talk about our new book, The Avant-Garde's issue number one um, We are super excited to get to go into this with you guys. Um, hopefully you've read the issue already. Otherwise, a lot of this won't make much sense. Um, but yeah, I guess we should start by talking about just what is this book? Yeah. This is a new book. This is the, obviously, this is the first issue. Um, and it's about a, a women's college basketball team at a tiny art school that, um, it's a, it's a little, uh, bad news bears. A little bit, you mm-hmm. know, just your classic "can they win?" Uh, ragtag group of misfits sports story. But this is about a basketball team, uh, a women's basketball team in a fictional NC Triple A Division Four sports manga is coming to the West. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just jump in because kind of since it's the first issue, we sort of lay out a lot of the background that you would need anyway. So. Um, I love this cover. Yeah, it was fun. I think Shannon gave me, our editor, uh, gave me a thumbnail and it was all of them in the car and just kind of like written on stick figures, like the names of all the characters, which was helpful because I had no idea what to do when it came to like doing this first cover. Cause it's like the first impression yeah. of like these characters and everything like that. And like, I kind of knew where they are cause we had done the character designs already um, but being able to just be like, okay, this is where this person goes and who's sitting next to who. And I wasn't worried about like implying anything like about relationships right. and stuff. Um, until, uh, for the first one, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I love, it was funny when Shannon showed me the first. So Shannon Waters, shout out to Shannon, she's our editor, uh, over at Boom. And, uh, Shannon's amazing. Um, and when she showed this to me, I was like, I was like, but they don't get in the van in the first issue. <laughs> I was like, I love this, but shouldn't we save it for like when they actually have have a game to go to? She's like, no, don't worry about it. It's great. And I was like, okay, great. Then I'm happy. I love yeah. it. Um, but fun fact and preview to issue three yeah. is that the way you drew everybody, the groupings, 
is how I grouped them in the van yeah, on, I when they that. go to their first that. And away like, game. Now I have to go look at the cover to reference the van and make sure I draw it the same. <laughs> I mean, look, listen up, folks. If the van on this cover doesn't exactly match the one you see in the book later, please don't be upset about it. Sometimes vans change. Yeah. Don't at me on Twitter. Don't at him. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll tell you our Twitter handles at the end so that you'll forget how angry you are by then and then you won't have anything to complain about. Um, probably edit that out. Okay. So I love this cover. They're like off on the road to uncertain game adventures. Yeah. Um, I think, well, actually, I'll say for a second, like kind of like the where, where this book even came from. Um, I was talking to Shannon and she was saying that she wanted to do a book about sports and about women playing sports. Um, and we talked about how much our shared absolute admiration and adore, adoration for A League of Their Own and just how like wonderful that movie is and how great those characters are and just how fun those scenes where the team is driving on the bus to games, like how much character development, how much story happens uh, in those scenes that really when you think of it, like when you think of sports, like maybe that would feel inconsequential. Like the game is really what you're after, like want to see the game, want to see the action, want to see who's going to win and like how that affects things. But really it was like these bonding moments on the bus where you learned so much and the characters grew so much to so that. Uh, so that sort of is like that little was like a little bit of a spark for the idea for this. And then I've I've played basketball since I was in the sixth grade. Um, so I was like, well, if I'm doing a sports book, it's going to be basketball because I love basketball. Um, and I have so much like material to pull from just from my own experience. So um that's basically where where we got this idea. And then I uh, the idea of, like, where is this team? They're, oh, they're, like, a fledgling team from an arts college is, like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, Noah, but well, there was an a, art college, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, when you are someone who is an artist or a creative type, but you have interests outside of that and sort mm. of what what happens when those things collide yeah. and how one can enhance the other or how they can seem like totally diametrically opposed and i think that that's kind of like a fun dynamic to play with too yeah um i mean like the closest i got to sports was doing marching band but um i mean that was you know more physically intense than anything and and kind of in that section like i played flute <laughs> in band so like you know i think that that's the sort of thing of people don't expect guys to play flute <laughs> and, i love that and, and uh but yeah, I was gonna go on a story, but no, I think you should tell a story. Well, let's it, let the people get okay. to know us. Well, I, I <laughs> <laughs> and then I promise in a minute we'll jump into yeah. the actual story. Th this was like um, Noah. How did you not know you were gay? Like from the beginning, because um, I played flute because there was a Barbie Sleeping Beauty PC game from like the nineties, and there was like. A little puzzle where you'd play the flute and you'd wake up all the animals in the forest and and so like i loved it so much i picked up flute in second grade I've been, oh my god like this uh, this last christmas i posted a picture a video of me playing uh lord of the rings music because <laughs> i got drunk with my <laughs> i got drunk with my family and we like had been watching lord of the rings all day and i was like oh i've got the songbook i can play flute still play it was like great but i'm playing so cool. for like over 10 years now and you just was it like riding a bike you just knew how yeah, to play flute yeah again yeah. it, was, awesome. it just came right back to me and i had like 
I had like the ones with like the open hole keys and everything like yeah, the professional yeah. flute with oh. a gold mouthpiece. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. realize I was yeah. in the presence of a professional <laughs> flautist. Yeah. That was the correct term, right? Yeah, it is. I took up acoustic guitar in high school because I should have known I was gay. <laughs> that was how I should have known. Uh, anyway, this book is really queer. Yeah. The creative team is really queer. Back to sports. <laughs> anyway, back to sports. So the story begins at the Georgia O'Keeffe. What is the name of the school that I get? The ridiculously long name of this school? God. Yeah, I had to keep looking it I up. I know. I have to keep looking it up, and I wrote it. Uh, it is the Georgia O'Keeffe College of Arts and Subtle Dramatics, which is, I think is, it cracks me up every time, but I also, it's so long that I forget it. Um, so we just start with sort of a orientation of a new semester. Uh, Legally Blonde's out there, Legally Blonde fans out there, uh, or an Ovester. It's a very funny joke if you have seen that movie. Um, and this, my, in the script, I try to write, so th- the way I write scripts is, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still kind of new to comics. So my scripts will have just like either like very open-ended visual ideas where I'm just like, no, you figure it out, <laughs> in which I, in which I want to formally apologize yeah, for. Totally but also fine. maybe it's like a fun creative thing where you can just mm-hmm. like run with it. Like there's something coming up later in this book that you did that is mind-blowing to me and we'll get to it um but uh and then sometimes i have like ridiculous references so the reference for this was the orientation scene when l woods goes to harvard in legally blonde and i and i figured like every time you brought up a reference i was like well it must be important so i went and like looked up the scene and the like orientation like establishing shot is literally there for like half a second yeah it's really important (laughs) (laughs) also it's not important yeah and so i was like all right we're taking that composition (laughs) that's so funny that is so funny um so on to the next page um we're gonna meet um one of our protagonists uh charlie and she is she's coming to school and she's a transfer student. And so we sort of meet her via her first time uh, as a student um, at this school. And um, let's talk about Charlie's character design. Yeah. Um, it's actually funny. Um, this was like the one thing I do have something to say about. Because um, uh, when we did the character designs, you gave me like sort of like sheets of like people to look at Mm -hmm. and I gave like one or two real life visual references for each character and um and like kind of just an idea of what their personality is and everything like that and so um I did three character designs for each character and then we narrowed it down from there and for Charlie um there was like I remember watching uh, behind the scenes for the Aladdin animated film, and there's and Glenn Keane is talking about the uh, Aladdin's character designs, and he's got all the variations lined up, and he's like, this one's too broad, this one's too skinny, this one's you know doesn't look like goofy enough, and this one's too hard to draw. Unfortunately, that's the one we have to draw. <laughs> Uh-oh. And this was the Charlie character design. Oh no! I'm so sorry, Noah. And it's, and it's fine because <laughs> it totally works for her. And I kind of, I kind of like brought in like what I liked from the other two as well when I was like kind of bringing it back. I was like looking at the the character sheets to like refresh my memory of yeah. what I had done, and um, I was like, oh, she looks like way different 
even from like what we picked than than she does now because just as like as I draw all the characters more and more I figure out like the most efficient way to draw them that makes and sense so details go away and and, and things but she like <laughs> she didn't have her ponytail in, in the oh, one yeah, we picked that's and right I, I totally forgot about that I like um, it but yeah, yeah it like it adds to her silhouette like yeah. when I'm thumbnailing I just add like the little like jagged like firework burst and I'm like okay now we know that's Charlie <laughs> that's how you, you can differentiate on. her <laughs> I'm pretty sure my my physical references for Charlie were um, Diana Taurasi who plays for the Phoenix Mercury oh yeah also I'm a WNBA nerd so uh, I tried to make sure that each character had where 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 I could I tried to have like one at least one actual basketball player as a as a reference um, and then some had like actors and comedian references. Charlie was, I think, Diana Taurasi, one of the greatest players of all time. And um, Stephanie Beatriz, who plays uh, Rosa Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and is a wonderful human being. And you also had an actress from one of the Step It Up movies, I think. Did I? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. It's certainly possible. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think I, I took I, I took the hair from that one. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so we see her here, uh, and she's at school. Um, it's an all female art school, should also say. So you get all the crowd scenes. You just get to draw a lot of oh, yeah, ladies. It's like <laughs> killed me, but it was like kind of fun to just kind of like draw whatever and kind of get in the headspace of like what the campus culture would look like and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I really tried to lean into because you, you said, it's 2011, so um, try to like keep those fashions in mind and, mm. and everything like that. And I think I think where I really lean into it is everyone's phones. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like in the in the next one, um, there's Liv, a lot of phones in the next yeah, issue. Liv's got a BlackBerry. Uh, <laughs> I like I was like, yeah, this was like the year because I remember I, w- I was so like apprehensive to switch to sm- smartphones, mm. and because um, I know we were talking earlier, I was like, if I could, I'd have a burner phone. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I was like, oh, it's the era where we still had like physical keyboards, <laughs> and, like so I got so excited like picking phones for everyone and like what that says about their personalities that. and stuff. Oh, that's so much, but. I guess um, Charlie kind of struck me as an iPhone girl. Yeah. She's she's with it. Yeah, I get that. And I, yeah, I keep, like, forgetting that I said it was in 2011. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's, like, now. <laughs> but, like, I did, I definitely did say that this was set in 2011. It's really set in everyone's um, heart. Yeah. This, this really is, it's modern, t- modern day in your heart. Anyway, so she's here at the transfer student desk, and uh, the... The girl who's checking her in is an improv major, because this is a arts and uh, an art school. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a real major, but it is here. Um, and she does a whole bit because her name's Charlie Bravo. And she does a little like, yeah, I thought trucker that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, like, I also enjoyed it, and I'm really glad you liked it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, except, except I do keep calling her Charlie Danger in my head for some reason. <laughs> I maybe I'll I'll give her. Maybe I'll have one of the players on the team yeah. call her that as a nickname. Yeah, she does something I like that. dangerous. Does something crazy yeah. and dangerous. Yeah. And then yeah, so this this girl's an improv major, and uh, we learn that Charlie's first name is actually Charlene, but she likes to go by Charlie. 
And then she gets a little packet, and we find out that the student activities fair is tomorrow. And we also learn the, like, tagline of the school, (laughs) which is where everything is open to interpretation, (laughs) which also makes me laugh. It's like liberal arts school, basically. (laughs) It's just the most liberal arts thing ever. Yeah, I I like I have, like, a campus map. I think I should only show you it. <gasps> I want to see like, it. Because there were so many buildings, and I was, like, flipping between. I was like, I have to keep track of this all. And so I was just going to design this courtyard, and then I just ended up doing the whole thing. Because <gasps> I was like, I'll just keep track of, like, a general idea of where all the buildings are. And so, like, and I, I've been trying to, like, incorporate flowers for, like, the Georgia O'Keeffe motif, like, totally. as much as possible. So, like, the, the like, campus has, like, a central, like, middle and then it like builds out from each That's other. And amazing. Like, and I was like, maybe I should to do more parking. I was like, no, there can't be too much parking. It's no, a college campus. It can't be too much parking. <laughs> the biggest problem at my college campus was always there wasn't yeah. enough parking. Oh, same. Um, I want to see that map. Yeah, I'll show you. Okay, someone I You, you guys there. can't see it. Yeah, just kidding. We'll probably yeah It'll find a way. The, we'll put it somewhere. You know, the trade. Yeah, packs. totally. Um, okay, so then we are, a little while later, we are in Charlie's dorm room. She clearly has a roommate who, you know, her side of the room is super done up, and uh, Charlie's room is still boxes and disarray. Yeah. Um, this is, um, my my sister's currently at a liberal arts college. Um, perfect. Yeah, she's a theater major, and so I've kind of combined both my alma mater and then her, her current her current school and so uh she was there and i was like hey could you take reference photos of like this and this and this so this is like part of her 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 actual dorm room oh that's so great (laughs) and so the her roommate side is like based on a little bit of what my sister had set up her freshman year of college oh my god that's so great yeah I, i took all that and and but the furniture is what I had when I was in college. So I kind of took everything from best of both worlds. So if you recognize anything from Muhlenberg or Ringling College, that's why. That's why. Because <laughs> it is. Because it is. I love that. And Charlie's roommate is a theater major. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. works. Works out. Um, Charlie gets a text. Um, so this was me trying to introduce a character that you're definitely not going to meet for a while. That's a spoiler, but this is Charlie's sister, Allie. So just know that Charlie has a sister. Her name is Allie, and they have a you know classic sibling relationship, as we can see via this text. Yeah, and, it was funny because uh, it reminded me of conversations with my sister. Same. <laughs> my sister's always – we're always, like, texting each other about our parents. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's always that, like – like, when she says, like, oh, mom owes me 20 bucks. It's like you're always either talking with your sibling about your parents or your parents about your sibling. Yeah. If that's your family structure. And uh, I, I I think that's very funny. It's funny because like I was I was vacationing with my family this weekend, and my sister and I were in the hotel room, and my our parents were asleep, and we were texting about our my dad snoring <laughs> in the hotel room, <laughs> right next to each other. So yeah, very relatable. I love that. So then it's uh, presumably the next day or later that day. I don't remember when we said it was, but it's the student activities fair. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me pull up the script. I think I might have had a ridiculous reference for this. Uh, no, I didn't. But in my head, I was thinking about um, the scene in Pitch Perfect where they, where What's-Her-Face, like, goes, like, literally to, like, the student activities fair. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she stumbles on the Bellas. 
Um, I really liked that first movie and never saw the other ones. So this is the Student Activities Fair at GoCast, which is the yeah. this is how we're going to call <laughs> or what we'll call the college from now on. And uh, this was fun. Um, my wife, shout out to my wife, Robin, who's amazing, um, who's been very helpful in coming up with some of the sillier things. And actually, I should say this, Robin came up with the title for this whole oh, yeah. book, um, which is Avant-Garde's, which is a fun play on arts and sports. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so great. Like, I, it blew my mind. I was like, whoa. It was funny because when we did these pages, um, the page before where Charlie's in the dorm room and then these this page and like the next two pages after that uh like we didn't have a title yet yeah and so like i was calling the file files like hoops <laughs> yes and, like, yes i got some some documents from boom said hoops and i was like that's so funny i'm like can, <laughs> like what a horrible title like, can you imagine if it was called hoops yeah. and I was but like, also this like can't be it but i, I don't know. know what else i like don't want to pick something long <laughs> no i was calling it like untitled sports comic which is ridiculously long too so we had a fun time, uh, Robin and I helped, Robin helped me come up with some of the names of the different tables for the different organizations. So we have a Dungeons and Dragons table, obviously very important. Higher Art, which is the Campus Stoners, which is sort of in the grand tradition of people in movies about schools. Yeah. Introducing the groups of people like Clueless. They introduce the stoner. It's just like that, that group. You have yeah. to have that. And so this is our version of I'm, that. I'm glad they let me keep the paintbrushes and the bong. It's so funny. <laughs> I was going to do more, but I was like, let's not push it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. There's so many like funny, like little things that you put into these and I love. Um, this table is something. <laughs> the next one is living dramatically, which was, um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply inspired by there's a bit in 30 rock where jenna maroney says she's petitioning the tony awards to come up with a new category called living theatrically in normal life or something <laughs> and that sort of inspired this and i love that one of these people definitely looks like a vampire yeah i was like okay uh what's like method acting so because that, that was in the notes <laughs> so i was like okay um well obviously you have to have the joker and then mm-hmm. fight club and and then i was like uh, a vampire, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, my description was the most dramatic kids method acting as a lifestyle. <laughs> um, and then we have endless possibilities, which is obviously people who like food and cooking food. The art peggios, which are your sort of on-campus musician types. Arpeggios. Arpeggios. Oh, my God. That's so embarrassing. You remember I mean, how you, I said I did band? For yeah, you would know. <laughs> I was definitely um, wrong there. I apologize. <laughs> um, then an, a group that will factor into uh, the story a bit as we go on, The Coven. Which is, that's just the name. Mm-hmm. They're The Coven. They're the only one. They don't have a more clever name than that. Um, and we actually meet uh, one of our characters, Tiffany, at this table, but we don't know yet that she's one of our characters. Um, and then a basketball rolls up and hits... Charlie in the foot, 
and Charlie picks up the ball, turns around, and there's a very tall person <laughs> standing next to her whose name is Jay. And this is another one of our main characters. Yes. And Jay, do you want to talk about character design first? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually, <laughs> it's actually kind of the same situation with Charlie. <laughs> oh. And then, and then, I don't know what I was doing when I was like, let's do one with, that has like a sleeve. <laughs> and then we picked one that didn't have a sleeve. And but then, then I said Shannon we needed the sleeve. <laughs> it was like, can we bring back the sleeve? And I was like, crap. <laughs> Sorry, I really liked the sleeve. Yeah, I did too. And I was like, you're going to hate yourself. But Oh, it's so good though. Yeah, but it's yeah. so good. And so, I'm, like, I'm sure oh, it's really annoying. And, um, but I was like, okay, well, I actually based it off of uh, the Iron Bulls tattoos in Dragon Age. Cause that, was, that was like the one sleeve I knew how to draw. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. I was like, so if you recognize that, that that's where that came from. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay was actually like one of my favorite characters to draw because um, when we were kind of going, we designed everyone at the same time, basically. And uh, we have all these characters that have like such big and strong personalities. And Jay's more of the like the introverted one. Mm -hmm. And so um, and they're so tall, too. So I was like, okay, how do you balance that? Like. Um, like small personality, but takes up a lot of space. Mm. And, um, and, uh, and so when I was picking like costume design for them, I was like, okay, well, let's like think about like more like non-binary fashion and, and like where we can take that. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, well, and, and like what I wanted to see out of like more like gender queer characters in terms of fashion, I was like, well, I need representation too, right? Like I I I'm like queer as hell and <laughs> I can't dress myself for shit. So like, <laughs> I was like, I'll just dress Jay like me. <laughs> That's so wonderful. Jay. So that, that was like where the Crocs came in. We don't get to see the Crocs for a while, but, but they're, there there will be Crocs. They're oh, coming. they're coming. They were in the character designs and I was like, yeah. I died when I saw the Crocs in the yeah. character designs. I was like, this is so <laughs> perfect that's what i got for my birthday this year oh my god that's so nice yeah. i heard they're, they're very comfortable they're so comfortable and yeah. i'm at the point where i'm like i don't care anymore like mm -hmm. i'm not going to grade school anymore who cares i work from home so like no one even sees Might me well be comfortable i like wear what jay wears like all the like basically if jay's wearing it i have it. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> oh that's so funny so yeah that that's that's where where i'm like okay let's just like what I would do, because I'm introverted too, so I just kind of like, all right, let's do that. That's so cool. I love, I love that we're able. To, we haven't <laughs> even like really gotten to ever sit and talk about like the inspiration behind yeah. any of it. Like it's like it's a lot of just like emailing back yeah, and forth it's about been things. So fast, so. and it's been very fast. Yeah. Um, so this is also like very fun for for me to do this. Yeah. I'm like really loving this. <laughs> um, I think my initial character description of Jay was a gentle non-binary giant. Yes. Um, a person of few words, but like one of those people that when they do speak, you listen because they're not the chatty one. I'm always the chatty one. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, it's really refreshing when there's like <laughs> the person who like isn't that. Um, and so for me, that was definitely Jay's character. And the physical descriptions I gave, I think were both WNBA players just because yes. Jay is such a, like, clearly, like, a basketball player build, like, very tall and, like, 
eats, breathes, sleeps basketball. Like yeah. that's like that kind of personality. So the the people I picked for that were uh, two WNBA players, Brittany Griner and Simone Augustus, who I think both of them have sleeve tattoos also. Yes, that's where the tattoos came from. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, we got to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, once I saw them, I was like, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie meets Jay um, and Jay's a very large person. So is almost kind of blocking. There's almost like a reveal. Like Charlie has to look around them to see the table. And then we meet the rest of the team yeah. um, with their really slapdash mess of a banner, yeah. um, clearly handwritten, falling off the table. Um, and we we meet in the most overwhelming way possible. We meet Liv, Olivia, who is uh, really the, the, the real protagonist of the story. I tried to do something different with this book where the first issue is kind of seen through Charlie's eyes. Because she's the new student, and so you sort of follow her into this world. But what you're, um, but really, I, I, for me, really, it's Liv's story. Um, but it, also, it's, I mean, it's really an ensemble. Mm-hmm. But I, the once we get into it, I really feel like it's. It, I consider Liv to be. If we had to pick one protagonist, it would be Liv. Um, but yeah, so we meet everyone via Charlie bumping into the basketball, and hence we meet the team. Um, and so Liv is a very uh, energetic. Person, yeah. very outgoing, very extroverted. I think, how did I describe her? Your first note was like Leslie Nope, but yeah. sporty. Sporty Leslie Nope, I think, yep. was the first note. You're right. Um, and my visual references for her were Janelle Monet. Yes, Janelle Monet and, I th- and a basketball player. Which basketball player was that? It might have been Jewel Lloyd, who plays for Seattle. But yeah, her, her, her inspiration was a, quite a bit Janelle Monet. Yeah. Um, kind of like small, compact. Mm-hmm. And like full of energy, yeah. And personality-wise, like a real go-getter, a real Leslie Nope type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I've been I've been saying. I think I I told this to Shannon uh, at the holiday holiday party this year. Um, but like, I kind of took the Leslie Nope part of it, and I was like, okay, um, like like that's good. But like, how can we push it more? So mm-hmm. I've been taking a lot of acting cues from SpongeBob. Actually, <laughs> that makes so much sense. She's so, such a cartoon, like yeah. a cartoonish character. Yeah. So like everything, when like I need to like push poses for her, I'm like, okay, well, how would I draw SpongeBob in this situation? <laughs> that's so. I love this insight into your process, yeah. and and so like that's where a lot of like her character acting comes from uh from like an animation perspective because uh, you know uh Leslie Nope is like great but it's like taking it from real life so mm-hmm. you have to like push things and exactly and like that. yeah um yeah something I've also been trying to do is like really push things into like like a more like cartoonish like outlandish version of reality in this because I feel like so the first comic I wrote a year two years ago was called heavy vinyl and um that one's like i've kept it so realistic that with this one i was like i just and it's and it's funny because like neither of these books are like superheroes or like anything fantasy like everything is just could happen mm-hmm. but for this one I, I i was like i have no reason not to just go ridiculous which worked out because i had just like come off that hot american summer so it, it was like that's still in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little easier transition from what How American Summer from to this than Goldie Vance to what How American Summer. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it was like, um, 
now like my mom has to tell people like, oh no, it's got a new comic, but um, this one's not for children. <laughs> 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 now, yeah. now I'm back to more back like towards YA stuff. Yeah, um, but <laughs> that's so funny. I'm like, I had a bad like introduction in terms of like my audience because now I'm gonna get like my like adult like from my parents fan base like they're gonna be like oh i'm so sorry you can't buy no comics for your kids anymore yeah <laughs> but this is this is why yeah why like very you know youth uh friendly and uh yeah so um so yeah live is just like a live is like an atomic particle that bounces off all the walls mm-hmm. yeah the st- the the spongebob analogy is so apt i love that um <laughs> And she's just going to get more ridiculous as we get in. Um, she is a very optimistic person, definitely. And you can kind of get a sense immediately that Charlie is maybe a pessimist or at least in a kind of a down place in her life at the moment. You know, she's this new kid on campus, doesn't have any friends, um, clearly a little just a little trying to find her way in the world. Um and so Liv is sort of the opposite of that. She's very confident, very really knows who she is, and is very energetic and positive all the time. Yeah. Um, and so we meet Liv. And then um, we quickly meet Nicole and Ashley, but we'll all get back to them because we then go into Tiffany, who's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> she is one of my favorites to design. I bet. Actually, the designs yeah. for her were really fun. They were so much fun. And and a part of it is like just struggling to like keep that same energy that were in the concept sketches like in her like final character design that makes them comics because you know the schedule's so fast yeah. you, you don't always get the time to like refine every single drawing mm-hmm. and having to keep uh, Tiffany's whole whole energy in every single panel is like um, it's a real challenge because. Uh, <laughs> Because she contains was, multitudes. Yeah, she contains <laughs> multitudes. I love this background in the last panel yeah, on this page. Rebecca did a great job. It's so good. Shout out to Rebecca Nalti. Our colorist. She's amazing. We've both worked with her previously. Yes. And she lives in Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't get to hang out with her. No. Which is a bummer. So, um, Rebecca, please come visit. And uh, we can do this again with all three of us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just inviting us back onto this podcast. Sorry, Ben. Um, so, yeah, we meet the people we really meet in the scene are Liv and Tiffany. Tiffany is going to be both in the coven and on the basketball team, which you can just tell that's going to be very mm-hmm. silly. Who, who, who did you? Oh, for Tiffany. Oh, I don't even remember now. I think Tessa Thompson was yes, one of the people. Yes, it was Tens- Tessa Thompson. Oh, I can't remember. And now. it was one other person. And it wasn't a sport. She no. was the only one who didn't have yeah. a sports person. Which kind of works because she's the least athletic yes. of the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was it? Oh, I'm not on the Wi-Fi, so I can't check. It's, it's in a Google Doc. You know what? I can pull it up on my phone. Okay. I'll do that while we I'll keep continue. Um, so, yeah. yeah we, we had... I'll just, like, visually describe where we were thinking for Tiffany. Um, we kind of had all the same sort of... Um, like heights and like proportions, but we kind of, I kind of went different directions in terms of like how, what type of witchy she is. Mm. So it was a lot of like, um, like one version had like really long, long big hair and like a lot of accessories and like a lot of like 
poofy costuming and then one had like more of the form fitting stuff that we mm-hmm. we went with and then the third one was um kind of more streamlined and um like mid-century i would say like more mm-hmm. like 90s 80s type yeah that type. like w- witch of popular culture that yeah. like sort of gothy thing yeah, yeah. more more buffy mm-hmm. a little bit yeah, yeah totally yeah, and so we we went with the more like uh, like form fitting, uh, modern like simplistic one, which I think was interesting because it kind of kind of plays on like flipping the stereotype of of like more of the witchy look. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think like yeah, but she used to have really long hair in that one, and then we went with short hair from. One yes, of the other designs. I I just I, this hair like really spoke to me. Yeah. I was just like, this is really really it's so good. fun to draw. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always glad that that when, one's fun to draw and yeah. isn't like a pain. Like, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany's like hard to like capture like energy wise, mm. but I do love drawing her. Hair. Oh my god, her, she has great hair. Okay, I just found my initial character descriptions, um, and it was Tessa Thompson and Skylar Diggins Smith, who's actually a WNBA player. Oh, okay, we didn't. So have that one did have. Uh, a basketball and a acting I person. Think it was Tiffany, who didn't have one. That was, Nicole Tiffany, didn't. Nicole, yeah. yeah well, then. Nicole will be coming up shortly. See, I have to, like, I have our character lineup above my desk yeah. with everyone's names on top. So I just I can... keep this Google Doc open at all times <laughs> so I can always jump back because sometimes it just gets confusing, especially when you're writing it because you're not seeing them. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll see them in my head, but sometimes I lose track of, like, wait, who was just talking? What is this happening? Mm-hmm. And then that's just confusing. Um, so, yeah, so we meet them and we meet this whole idea of essentially the the inciting incident, I guess, is that there's a basketball team forming at this art school um, and they need one more player to be eligible and they want that player to be Charlie. Um, and Charlie's kind of not into it. Um, specifically, she says she's not into the being in part of a group, part of a club, part of a team. Um, I work alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's she's our Batman. Um it's really funny you say that because, um, well, I, I can get into this later, but the, the way I came up with the characters is I basically started with, um, I did my, my take on sort of the classic, like, seven samurai tropes, like mm-hmm. seven samurai, magnificent seven. Um, and yeah, so. I remember that was like in the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And so if you actually look at kind of how that breaks down, Liv would be like the hero. Um, but Charlie would be what they call the lancer, which is sort of like the, the like, bad good person mm-hmm. who's like like the badass who like the jerk like a little bit of a jerk but mm-hmm. also like like batman yeah it totally makes sense yeah, yeah. they're the justice league it's totally this is this is gay basketball justice league <laughs> so then olivia is like please please consider it hands her a professionally made business card which is just one example of, of many to come of how ridiculously prepared and professional live is all the time. Yeah. I, like, I like deliberated on this business card for so long. It's perfect, though. It combines her two yeah, passions. It, it was so hard because I was like, we only get so much space to show it. And there's yeah. so much information on it. I was like, how how do we like get that all in there? And I was like, it took me like two years to design my own business card. I, know. And I don't have that kind of time. So, yeah. But it turned out it all right. It worked perfect. Yeah. It worked really perfectly. Um and there's sort of uh, – this is sort of also where we uh, hint at maybe a potential romance between uh, Liv and Charlie. You know, they have some some glances at each other. Uh, Charlie's a little bit uh, charmed by Liv's energy despite really not wanting to be. <laughs> um, 
it's nice card stock. You know, she's looks over her shoulder. You know, it's just a uh, little like, rom commy, like Batman and Superman. Exactly. <laughs> that's exact. That's like really what we were going for. Um, so then we jump to several days later. We're back in Charlie's dorm room. Her room is like maybe five percent more unpacked. Not mm-hmm. much. Still boxes. <laughs> uh, it's like a little more lived in. And I specifically asked for a Itumama Tambien poster on the wall um, because I decided that was Charlie's favorite movie. Um, just a thing I decided. And I liked it. It was fun recreating the poster. Yeah, like, it looks great. It down to the, it, yeah, like, like the essential. Parts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as this is an art school, um, this was also foreshadowing to, I mean, not even foreshadowing, but just like, this is a thing that she would love because she is a cinematographer, filmmaker type. That's what she's at the school for. So uh, it would make sense that she would love uh, a film like that. And so she's clearly had the Olivia business card. It's a little crumpled. That's what happens to my business cards that I get from other people. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It happens to mine when I carry them with me, like I'm going to give mm-hmm. them out and then I don't and I take them home. And yeah. I have, crushed. To, I have to get like the really thick case. ones. So oh, yeah. They don't bend. But those are like nice. When you hand yeah. someone like the thicker business card, they're like, mm. oh, yeah. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Except I have to get new ones. I hate how I drew my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie is oh, just bored and sad and pulls out uh, her high school yearbook and we see uh, you know just classic yearbook moment she's she's looking at it she's um, fondly recalling her time on the team but then you turn the page and you see these sort of like fun candid shots and you mm. realize that Charlie's not in any of them yeah. and that starts bringing up some less than happy memories and I, I loved doing this scene these two pages um, where she's laying on the bed and then she um, like turns over and and grabs the book and it's so <laughs> quiet and like intimate and it's so rare you get to do those like moments in comics and like being from like an animator background that was like such a a treat to do with like that little character study of how she'd move and like move her limbs around and and like mope and and stuff it was like such a treat those were like my favorite pages out of the book and that's funny that because, like, that sort of stuff, like, I, I have to put that stuff in, but I think it's because I have a filmmaking background. Because, mm-hmm. like, for me, it's so often so difficult to to pick, like, what is the one frame that would represent this moment? Because mm-hmm. I'm picturing it moving, yeah. you know? And that's, like, the challenge, which is a fun challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, trying different things. Like, sometimes it'll just be one frame that will represent this whole thing, and then sometimes you want to break it down. And, yeah, I love putting in those, like, those little character moments. Yeah, do it more. <laughs> um, also, something funny, speaking of the way she was moving, um, in the script I wrote, Charlie is lying on her bed with her legs up the wall, too gay to sit normally. I love that note. Um, which is very silly and makes me very happy. And you captured it beautifully. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she she has sort of mixed feelings about her time on a basketball team is what we're gathering. And, yeah, her room is definitely a little more put away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's less boxes, but there are still boxes. Um, so now we're we're sort of at a little another kind of character moment yeah. with Charlie. We got to do a lot of character moments in this book, which was exciting for me, especially coming off of what Hot American Summer, which was like a big ensemble cast. Yeah, and so you didn't get to spend a lot of time with a 
particular character and and now like I got to sit and like spend time with someone and and really get to know them and how they're processing things and mm-hmm. I really took a lot of it from like my own experience cuz I went to college like on the other side of the country didn't know anyone didn't yeah. like so I spent like the first most of the semester by myself. And so, and it wasn't necessarily like because I didn't get along with anyone or anything. It was just like, I was adjusting to like the new environment and, you know, I was like, you know, friends will come later. We've got four years. (laughs) It'll be fine. And so like these kinds of scenes, it was, it was, it was fun to kind of revisit that. Even though it was like from Charlie's perspective, it's more of a frustration. Um, But yeah, these, these next couple of panels were were fun to kind of compose and yeah, and I love draw these. people having fun, <laughs> having fun around yeah. Charlie who's moping essentially. And I think I I redid this page a couple times in the thumbnail process because for a while I had her flipping back and forth and she was kind of jumping around on the page, mm. but I was like, it'll make it'll feel more like we're clicking past like. Set, like if this was a movie, we'd be. I was totally picturing this as life, like with her in the montage, same place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it'll work better if she's always in the same place. We just see her back mm-hmm. until we get to the gym. Yeah, and I love that you don't see her face. I just think yeah. that's great. Um, yeah, so then we we get to her at the gym. I love the posters. <laughs> Lift with a pal. <laughs> you you kill me with these. Um, and we go inside the gym. So it's an art school. So of course the gym is probably not normally used for sports. As we've already been told, this would be the first uh, time they would even have a sports team at all. So there's remnants of a new production in the gym, and also Liv is in the gym. Um, and this Maybe page has no dialogue look, on it. If you I look close, you can tell what production I'm going for. There's like, wow, a lot of pages with no dialogue. I didn't even realize yeah. I did that. <laughs> what production are you going for? Um, I see a castle. I see a cow. Want to take a guess? Oh, probably going to embarrass myself. Should I say? Because we're going back to the That's gym. That's true. We are going to be keep coming back to it. I think let's not say. Let's not say. So let's see if you can guess. Everyone, you have to guess. Let us know what you think. That's the a pretty big giveaway, though. Every time we come back to it, <laughs> we're going to see more of this production that's being that's underway. So Liv is playing basketball. Charlie comes in, tries to be quiet, opens up one of those old metal chairs, and it makes a horrendous noise. Um and she says this line that I love, which is, I'm not a T-Rex, I can see you, which is like a joke I would make. Um, and the look on <laughs> Charlie's face when she's caught is so funny. This coming into the scene was such a challenge because we're setting up for a really long conversation between yeah. Liv and Charlie. And and you made it so easy to stage it. Um, <laughs> it was like trying to decide what I wanted to go for in terms of like where everyone would be. And uh, I'm trying to decide if I should like talk about that after we get through the scene. Maybe after. And, okay, so you can kind yeah, of see yeah, where yeah. they, where they end up yeah, and like so how you, how you got You can have your commentary okay. and then we'll go back and go through the art. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I feel like we were talking so much. So I'm going to try to go quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> so basically it's just them sort of, uh, the meet cute continuing with a lot of tension, but also there's something under it, I think. Um, and, we kind of get a little more insight into Charlie. Um, she talks, and I'm just kind of flipping through this whole scene, not exactly specifically sticking to a certain page. So if you're following along, just it's the scene. Um, she says that she shoots around to clear her head. An empty court first thing in the morning is like church. I'm not a religious person, but when I go 
there's this one basketball court that my team that I currently play on practices and there's these windows up at the top, just like how you drew it. And the, sh- the sun shines in, in this like beautifully diffused way. And it's just like this, when there's no one in there and it's really quiet, it's like, it's beautiful. It's just such a like beautiful still moment. Um, and it's just quiet and, and it's a basketball court and it's just, I don't know. It's, I tried, I wanted us to try to recreate that here a little bit. And I think your visuals definitely pulled it off. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, Liv's like, I thought you didn't play basketball. And Charlie's like, no, no, I play basketball. I just don't want to join a team right now. Um, and, you know, Charlie's a little coy. Um, they have some more banter. Um, Charlie calls her pushy um, and too familiar, um, which is something I think, I don't know, I think that's something that, that people don't talk about a lot. Like when you meet someone and they're like, mm-hmm too familiar like you don't you don't know me like we just met like they have like it's not like they're like friends on twitter you know like they don't know each other at all Mm -hmm. and and like Liv is clearly into her and charlie's trying to put up every wall she can think of um and so i i just thought that was kind of fun um mysterious new girl vibes more basketball playing clearly charlie is very good at basketball we'll find out more about just how good she is later in other issues but you can tell she's good and she knows what she's doing Liv tries to convince her to join the team, talks about how much she loves being on a team. I love being on a team. I love bonding with the team, leading the team. She loves group projects. Um, No one loves group projects. You don't, you get all the, you have to do all the work and you have to split credit. (laughs) I know. She's ridiculous. Um, And, um, and Charlie kind of talks about, so this was something I wanted to talk about in this series, which is that um, for me, like, playing team sports growing up was not the super positive, cool experience that people tell you it is. Mm -hmm. For me, it was more like Charlie's experience. Um, A lot of mean girls, a lot of angry coaches, and a lot of panic attacks. I used to regularly get panic attacks playing on my high school team um, for a variety of reasons. And um, a lot of that informed Charlie's uh, sort of background and where her story is coming from and also where it's going. Um, cause I now play on a team as an adult and it's been this incredibly wonderful experience. Um, and I'm like, oh, I wish I had more of like this experience when I played on teams as a kid, but I didn't really have that. I, I felt really alone and, uh, not like I was part of a team. <laughs> like I was like the pariah of the team would be more, uh, appropriate way to describe it, I think. So anyway, um, so that's where Charlie's coming from. And Liv is just tr- desperately trying to convince her that this is not going to be like that. And this is going to, this can be such a wonderful experience for everybody. And, um, and then we get to Liv kind of giving her explanations, the amount of work that she's put into trying to get this team off the ground. And this is the, the page where, um, I think I gave like very little visual description. It's just a lot of dialogue. And I was just like, this is like what she's doing and this is all the dialogue. And then Noah, when you came back with this like basketball template kind of idea, mm-hmm. I was like, I like giggled. Like I, I <laughs> like reading the PDF. I was like, ah, like I was just so <laughs> delighted. I love that you did that. And, and it was funny because coming into the scene when you were like, you know, just figure out what to do with this. And, and it was funny because, um, like I had had pages like that on Goldie and on Wet Hot American Summer. Um, but this one where it was like, I had the idea so 
quickly in my head. Oh, that's so and, great. And then I was like, wait, this is the only time I can use this panel layout. Do I want to use it now? I think it's perfect. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, you know, it's the first issue. I think that's the best time to use it. I know? agree. Yeah. And I was truly enchanted by that layout. And, and it works so well with like the beats of the conversation yeah. that like the panels worked out yeah, to, to make it awesome. too. Um, and then, so they, they just keep shooting around, um, and they have a kind of a cute moment where, um, Liv teasingly calls, uh, Charlie, because she hasn't missed a shot yet in the scene, calls her Diana Taurasi, um, which is shout out to me for deciding <laughs> that that was one of her visual references. So good job, me. Um, and they have kind of a cute little panel and I love the way, uh, Rebecca colored this panel. Yeah. It's so just like rom-com yeah. <laughs> like time stood still for a moment <laughs> yeah it was funny because um in how american summer i worked with rebecca and we had a panel where and i emailed her because i was like hey make sure this panel put as many shoujo anime sparkles as possible and she's like i love to do that stuff so i was like great <laughs> i had all the confidence that she'd bring it back on this one perfect <laughs> um and then, uh, yeah, so they kind of just have this little moment that's very cute. Liv says she has lines to memorize because that's Liv's thing. She's an actor. That's why she's at this school. And then Charlie kind of, uh, I think Charlie's under Liv's spell a little bit and can't let her just walk out of there. And so she says, if you can make a shot from half court, I'll join the team. Half court shots are quite difficult mm. and are mostly luck. Um <laughs> And, uh, buckets, buckets. She missed. She was close though, really close, but she did miss. Um, and it kind of gives us a chance to kind of get, get, let Liv kind of have the last word, which is wonderful. And so it kind of stuns Charlie a little bit. Um, so then I know you wanted to talk before we jump into the next scene. Let's just talk about, you want to talk about like the yeah, visuals, like the art of, direction, the art direction the, of this, this of this very lengthy <laughs> yeah. play is a scene in one location yeah. with a lot of dialogue, which was like so exciting because I love doing dialogue scenes. I think it's because like one of the first big comics I read was Death Note, and that's mm. all dialogue scenes. That's all it is is just talking heads, <laughs> and and so and, and it's funny because like that would be like criticisms about criticisms criticisms I'd get in art school is like all your all your comics are talking heads but i'm like but i'm analyzing like this i'm changing the characters like they're reacting to things and it's not just like drawing a portrait and another portrait and there's speech bubbles around like i really liked getting into the psychology of how people interacted with each other Mm -hmm. and um and so when the scene showed up in the script, I was like, yes, this is like my thing. Uh, this is I what that. I love to do. Good to know. And, There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, like setting up the scene and staging it was um, really kind of fun and a challenge because I was like, the energy of the scene is Charlie and Liv like feeling each other out and mm-hmm. really getting to know each other. And even though Liv acts like she knows Charlie, she really doesn't. For sure. And um, and coming in the scene, you know, where you say Liv gets the last word and kind of flips the tables, I tried to, like, represent that in, like, the staging. So when you get into the scene, Charlie's always on the left side of the panel. So she's always the first person you see. <laughs> and um, That is so cool. So even though Liv's trying to carry it, 
Charlie always has the upper hand visually, even when she's sitting down and Liv standing over her. She's always the first person you see because you're, you're reading left to right. And as they keep going on the conversation and um, as like a side note, when you mentioned like the dialogue being like it was like church and it was such an influence of scene is like picturing what it sounded like and oh, like, yeah. the emptiness and like emphasizing like the intimacy of the scene and everything like that and like so so much of it was like just trying to suggest the background as much as possible mm-hmm. and and like that sort of thing and Rebecca did a great job kind of breaking yeah. up visually and giving you like you're letting your eyes rest and then giving you stuff to look at as well totally and but as I keep talking um, and then we get to the page where Liv gets the ball and they start playing with each other and then she flips to the left side and now Liv has the upper hand on the conversation because now she's on the left. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and and it was great because I, when I was laying it out, this was the page that was giving me problems. I was like, how am I going to move them around? Mm. And then I was like, wait, like we can just have them switch sides yeah and it like adds so much more to like the dynamics visually and and all that stuff so it works out great oh that's um, so great thing and then again and then the panel yeah, the, i can never use again <laughs> maybe, maybe you can we'll, use it in the final issue yeah, that's what i was just like, about to you say can use it in issue 12 <laughs> we only can do it in the first and the last issue it lives last like victory speech yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's flashbacks to all their adventures all their adventures and- <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> That's going to be an issue twelve. Look, you guys can look forward to that. Yeah. And and um, then I uh, kind of suggested bringing back the motif of the cover. Mm. Now I'm trying to bring back that like as much as possible. As like That's we break so into great. like more of the like the abstract scenes that don't necessarily like, mm-hmm. take place in reality, like those yeah. like anime moments. And um, so like I kind of wanted to keep that like graphic design of like the the like old school comic book look with like, I love the. That three color print mm-hmm. thing you know that's so great or four color it totally works yeah but now we're back so yeah so charlie has left the gym and she goes back to her dorm room so now we actually get to meet her roommate whose name is amber and she is a theater major and she um really thought that she was going to get a single this semester and instead got stuck with the transfer student she's not happy about it um so charlie opens the door sees this overhears the conversation uh, it's just uh, yeah, and it's just more moments of Charlie feeling alone and feeling lost. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of, you know, she's in the kind of the common area of the dorms uh, and just more people around her who have friends and have things to talk about and have those interactions. And she's just feeling very alone. And so the last scene ended with Liv saying, you have my number, text me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then this scene ends with uh, Charlie on her phone, presumably texting Liv. And this was another, like, fun character scene I got to do with Charlie, just kind of how she'd move and and that whole thing. And doing that panel of her on the couch was a lot Mm. of fun. That's how I sit on a couch, too. (laughs) Same. Or when I'm awake. If I'm asleep on the couch, obviously, I'm laying down. Sometimes sitting up, actually. Sometimes you just fall asleep. You know? It happens. So then uh, that night, uh, we are at the dining hall on campus. And um, I love the way you drew this with, like, the big kind of, like, popping out Charlie mo- mm-hmm. moment here on the left. I've always wanted to do that in a it comic, and really I haven't cool. had an excuse until now. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I can do it. It's like the- oh, like a character <laughs> enters the room. 
Um, and so we're seeing um, the team at a table and Liv waving her arms is so funny. This like w- far away shot of her like waving her arms cracks me up every time. And she's so excited that Charlie's there. And, um, you know, y'all remember Charlie, right? And now for the first time, Charlie is laughing and smiling and appears to be genuinely having a good time. And so I thought that was a nice place to end the first issue. Yeah. Um, we still don't know if she's going to join the team, but she has met some friends. And that's a very exciting <laughs> first step for Charlie. Um, do you want to say anything about – I want to talk about the additional characters that we haven't covered yet. Yes. Um, since they're, they pop up here again. But is there anything else about the visuals of the dining hall or anything like that? Yeah. Actually, it's like kind of funny because um, when we got to the scene – like it was another like real life experience to come from, and because um, when I met my group of friends in college, it was in the dining hall, and like, and it was like uh, I overheard them talking about going to watch the Red Wedding for Game of Thrones, and I was like, "Hey, can I come too?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And so, and, and like, I almost had this exact same experience. Um, of like joining a friend group like this. And so it was like kind of fun and nostalgic to like co- go back to that moment and draw on it from that. And, um, and like, and then it's like the first scene where you get to see everyone together and stuff. And, um, I guess there's like some other little things of like, I was really conscious of like what everyone was eating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of? I wasn't yeah. even like paying attention to that that much, but now yeah, that I'm looking like, at it, it all, it all makes yeah, perfect everyone, sense. Um, like, I was like, maybe, you know, Nicole is more of, like, a salad sort of girl. And, um, mm-hmm. like, um, Ash has, you know, a, a protein chicken sandwich. Yeah. And uh, Charlie's got her chicken nuggets and fries and a cookie. Which and, is exactly what I yeah. would have gotten also. So that makes <laughs> and, sense. Um, That's uh, great. Tiffany has soup and tea. And I don't think I had decided what Jay was eating yet, so I left that off. And um, I think I like oh the plate's empty ish. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what Jay was supposed to be eating. Well, I, we go back to the scene in the yeah, second issue, which so. is funny because I finished this and I was like, okay, I never have to draw oh, this dining hall no. scene again. Whoops! <laughs> and no, nope, you're gonna have to draw it no. in more detail. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm like ruining your life. You're putting me through the ringer. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, but like you're doing such a good job. Um, it was it was good to come back to it though. I did need to come back to it, so it worked out emotionally. Yeah, emotionally, psychologically, I it was did. it was a full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we there's a few characters we haven't talked about yet, and then um, this is the last page. So then we're we're almost done here, guys. Yay! Yay! Um, so we talked about Jay, and we talked about Tiffany and Charlie. Yeah, we talked about this side of the table. Yes, and then, and then the side that we can't see as well. Yeah, um, is uh, the the two other characters are Ashley and Nicole. Um, and so Ashley is this sort of like larger than life, very, very extroverted, but like very silly, like just a clown. Mm-hmm. Like she's always just. And we get to see that in yeah. the second issue. Second issue, she goes way <laughs> over the top with she's it. It's amazing. worse than Liv. <laughs> I think she is, but it's, it, but it's a different kind of like, like I feel like, like Ash strikes me as like a real prankster. Mm-hmm. And like Liv is definitely not into pranks. Like yeah. That would be like too much for her. Mm-hmm. Unless it was a prank where you like gave someone a puppy. Yeah, going with our Justice League, it's like Superman versus the Flash. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally the Flash. Um, and I don't want to say anything else about Ashley, really, because 
I feel like we reveal a lot more about her in the second issue mm-hmm. and what her role in all of this is going to be. So I'm going to kind of leave that out for now. Yeah. But designing her was fun. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. about that. Because we kind of had two bigger characters who yes. were like tall and like yes. took up a lot of space and, and they're so opposite to each other personality wise yeah and so when like doing like the silhouetting process trying to like figure that out and um so i made sure ash had more like shapes and things like that she is shapes jay's more straight up and down but yeah uh, like ash's got like calves for days and her calves were my favorite part of the drawing i was like look at those calves Those are amazing cats. I think because like I really like the shapes I had done for Liv like initially, and I was like, okay, I gotta push that more yeah. for for Ash, and like the sporty look is is fun too. Yeah, and Ash Ash is just like yeah, she's I, I just said this already, but like larger than life. Like she she does sports, she parties, she is just like an incredibly outgoing and entertaining individual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the short hair was like a last minute. That was thing a last too. minute change. Well, I realized that like everyone kind of had longer hair and I was like oh I'm like I have short hair someone should have short hair yeah that was literally all it was I was like <laughs> I was I think I texted Shannon I was like you know how you and I have short hair someone in the book needs to have short hair and she was like how about Ashley and I was like great yeah and, and it was a- like it was like the best decision too because her like hair silhouettes were kind of like not as interesting as everyone else yeah it wasn't like standing out as she much had, she had a bun mm-hmm. for that's actually right. like straight pulled back yeah and and it was kind of too similar to live yeah in a sense was got the ponytails but it was they both have like the pulled back like to the skull hair yeah um and so adding i think we did like three variations it was like spiky hair totally shaved yes and and um, this one and like just felt right yeah and i yeah and you'll you'll get to obviously you'll get to know everybody a lot more, but you'll get to know Ashley more. And I think Ashley is also one of those people. And this is just like a thing I love doing. It's like giving like female characters like boy names. Like that's just like <laughs> something that's fun or like just names that you like. Obviously, everyone in this book has like a very traditionally like for the most part, like traditionally like girl name like mm-hmm. Tiffany and like Nicole. But um, the thing I love about Ashley is like she has this very like butch looking hair, but she is like a much more feminine presenting person once mm-hmm. you get to, once you kind of get into the story um and that's i just think that's really fun because yeah. you don't get to see that a lot i'm really excited to do her outfits oh yeah she's good yeah, outfits. yeah um and then our final character we haven't talked about yet is nicole yeah um i think everyone pretty much calls her nick but she prefers nicole um and she's gonna yell at them about that eventually um love the undercut great mm-hmm. great character design for her i think the only character description oh wait i didn't say the character i'm so sorry the character that i the physical description reference for ashley was um liz cambage who's an australian WNBA player who is super tall and like very feminine but also like she just seems like the most fun person on earth i would love to if you're listening obviously she is listening to you this sent me some like great ones of her in a dress yeah and, like, that was like it clicked for me totally on that one um and the other reference is a, an actor who's actually a friend of mine uh brianna baker who personality wise is like it's like right on um okay so then nicole the only visual reference i gave for this one um was aquafina um but i feel like that was that was enough yeah it was <laughs> um and we kind of went through a couple different iterations with her mm-hmm. and we kind of pulled, we like 
went back to the first one because the other ones got too young and yeah. too girly. That's right. It was like too youthful. Yeah. Where I was like, it almost, because she's already like a little bit shorter. Yeah. And so I was like, I didn't want it to seem like she was like, like someone's like little sister or yeah. something. <laughs> and it was like, it was like fun pieces I was putting together, but mm-hmm. not like all together. It looked like she just walked out of like a Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a funny name. Like a limited two. Oh my god. <laughs> throwback. But serious um, throwback. But it kinda went in the right direction where she's kind of in between sporty and mm-hmm. um like more like modern sensibilities. I drew yeah. way too many crop tops for two thousand eleven. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Maybe yeah. like she's very it's fashion a, forward. Very ahead of its time, yeah. this this book. Yeah. Know? And because um, she she was the one who definitely had like the high waisted pants. Yeah. And like, yes, I remember that yeah. the character design definitely mm-hmm. had like very cool high waisted like pants, double breasted yeah. high waisted pants. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. And so kind of jumping off of that. And I've always wanted to do a character with hair over the eye. <laughs> so you only I have think, to draw half her face. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I just always thought it looked so cool. It like, does look really cool. That's like what all the cool girls did at school. Yeah. And um. Nicole's kind of a yeah, cool girl. She's the cool girl. She's the cool girl. And it's so fun uh, when you gave the notes where that she's on her phone in the beginning and just kind of running with that from there. Yeah. Having her posing in different ways on her with phone. With a phone. And like, I'm always making sure she's not always doing the same thing. She's always doing it a different activity Something she's either texting or like the ones where she takes the selfies are probably the most fun I, those are so yeah. good those frames make me very happy i'm very excited to have people see those yeah i can't wait for for everyone to see that and then you'll you'll get to know her there's a lot about her we don't that you won't know yet because snapchat had just come out too so oh perfect yeah yeah <laughs> she has a whole Snapchatting. there's there's a there will be re- there's reasons why she's on her phone all the time <laughs> but you don't know what they are yet and i'm not going to tell you um and yeah I think that's it. I think that's everything. Um, thank you for listening to our comic book commentary. Um, Avant Garde's issue one is out now, and there will be 12 issues. They will come out once a month this whole year, yep. <laughs> which is wild. Um, and we hope you like Could it. Did you say it's an Avant calendar? <laughs> <laughs> what if. I was like, I was like, the whole book needs to be written in the font avant-garde. <laughs> I won't, I won't even be, I will hate it if it's not. We won't even do lettering. We're just going to use a font. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> get out of here. Um, so, uh, our special edition for where you open one every month and it's, uh, you can, it's uh, just like a picture of yeah. the cast <laughs> drawing of the cast that you haven't seen before. <laughs> And Tiffany's on her phone in all of them. <laughs> yeah. Or, sorry, Nicole. Whoopsie. Yeah. I can't even keep <laughs> yeah, my own I character. Always get them yeah, mixed up. always. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, thank you, Ben, for letting us do this. Yes, thank um, you, ben. this podcast is super awesome. I love, I'm like a process nerd like Ben is. So this is really fun for me. Yeah, to, so am I. Yeah. I love hearing how other people work and I love getting to explain my process, which is, uh, all over the place, generally yeah. speaking. <laughs> um, that's, that's just how I work. Um, Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening, and please uh, continue to read our book. Yes. Please. Have a lovely day. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.